Hey everybody, Ian here to tell you all about the fine shows you could be listening to from the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Let's start it off with the original Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all, starring myself and my good buddy Chewy, where we talk about our friendship, our past, our future, our history, ghosts, clowns, sharks, dolphins, and Stan Lee. That comes out every single Friday. You can also check out Four Color Commentary, where myself, Chewy, Ryan, and Alan talk about comic books. That's right, kids, comic books. Old, new, comic book movies and news, so many comics you can't even handle it all. That comes out every new comic book day, which is Wednesdays for those of you in the know. If you're an old or new comic books fan, this is the podcast for you. And every Saturday, Ryan and I team up for an action-packed blockbuster with Super Action Bros, where we watch movies with explosions and car chases. Strap in, everybody, and get your popcorn ready, because Super Action Bros is coming your way. And finally, the dark and spooky side of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. That's right, boys and girls. Get ready for some scares. It's Eyes in the Dark with Chewy, Evan, and James as they watch classic horror movies and some of those that were made just as a quick cash grab. Well, everybody, that's all the shows of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Odds are you're listening to one right now or I wouldn't even be here. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to subscribe to us and sit back, relax, and enjoy another fine Stuff and Things Network podcast. Do you think one on four is a dog fall? I mean to kill you in one minute, Ned. Or see you hanged in Fort Smith at Judge Barker's convenience. Which'll it be? I call that bold talk for a one-eyed fat man. Fill your hand, you son of a... This is Super Action Bros podcast. Talk about movies with explosions and car chases. And a guy with a cat in the old west. <laughs> That's all I could come up with on that one. Oh, he also had an eye patch. He did have was, an eye patch. He lived with an Asian stereotype. <laughs> he did. Yep. It's 1969. We're not that Ooh. progressive yet. Not in Hollywood, at least. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't know where that came from. But this is a much better movie than uh, that deserved that little intro. But uh, welcome to Super Action Bros. I'm Ryan. And I'm Ian. Welcome to the final uh, the final week. It's uh, a little late, but it's okay. Of uh, John Wayne July, where the Super Action Bros duke it out and talk about John Wayne movies. And we're ending uh, with, with uh, one of John Wayne's probably most notable films, uh, with the searches we did already. But the other one, the other half of that coin, 
which has actually been remade also, is True Grit. So we are talking about True Grit, the John Wayne version, not the Coen Brothers one, which yeah, is so very, very good, which I'm sure we'll watch at some point. One day. One day. It's it's worth watching. It really, really is. Um, but before we get into that, there's a couple ways you can reach out to our show if you like what we do and you want to uh, reach out to us and maybe suggest some movies or maybe tell us how your opinion of our movies that we watch differs. Uh, you can do that by going to our website, uh, the website of the Stuff and Things podcast. Now we've got stuffandthingsnetwork.com. Click on the Super Action Bros artwork and you can go... Uh, and subscribe to our show right there on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play. You can actually listen to the show right there on the page as well if you just want to give us a little, take a little taste of one of the episodes, maybe while you're working. How's it taste, Ryan? Delicious. <laughs> you can also follow us on social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Tumblr. Uh, we also have a little website there called Letterboxd where you can actually go and uh, submit movie reviews. It's a social media site for movie, review, movie reviews. They so have an iPhone app. Now. They do. Uh, well, there you go. You can download the iPhone app. So Letterboxd.com. Sign up for a free account. Letterboxd. D.com. Uh, and you can also uh, follow us individually on social media. For me, Ian, you can get me on Twitter at, at iRich. That's at I R I T C H. I'm on Twitter as well, Ryan Roop, R Y A N R U P P E. You can also email us too by clicking the big contact us button on the very front page of that website and select our show and send us an email and we'll read that here on the show. Uh, so that is all available at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So, Ryan, the final week yeah. True Grit. A movie that is uh, that is legendary, I would argue. Yeah, in the John Wayne. John Wayne won an Academy Award for his acting portrayal in this movie of Rooster Cogburn. Yep, what a great name for a cowboy, by the way. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's talk, let's talk about the movie. So um, who who made this movie? Who's responsible for for this movie? Uh, it was made by. Um, a director named Henry Hathaway mm-hmm. uh, with writer uh, based on a novel by Charles Portis uh, and the our, the screenplay is by a lady named Marguerite Roberts. And this was not Henry Hathaway's first Western, was it? It was not. Um, he actually had been making movies for, for a while. He made How the West Was Won, sort mm-hmm. of a legendary oh, yeah. Western, you know, Western type movie um, it, among, you know, Nevada Smith. He this wasn't even his first uh, John Wayne movie. No, uh, he'd made Sons of Kate Elder and several other uh, sort of classic John Wayne westerns. Um, he he also made non-western movies. Um, no, not not like a crazy amount of movies, but he but I no, mean he made a Prince Valiant movie in nineteen fifty four. No, but apparently he was uh, he's renowned for being somewhat cantankerous on set. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. He he. Everybody hated him. Really? Basically. Yeah. Turns out. Mm. Um, nobody was a fan of his during the movie. Gotcha. Well, <laughs> yeah. somehow they managed to pull through. Yep. Uh, yeah. Another, uh, so John Wayne won the Academy Award for his acting. This movie. Yeah. He's in this, he was only up against two other people. <laughs> okay. Year. Can you imagine a and year in movies where they're like, there's only three good actors, three, three good actors this and, year. And the other people, one of them had won an Academy Award previously. And the other one had like the, the two other people who were up for Academy Awards for Best Actor the year that this movie was up for Best Actor, uh, one of them, that role had won an Academy Award when the movie was originally made in the 30s. Mm-hmm. And so it was a remake from the 30s. Mm-hmm. And the same the same character was up again was the for 19, the same movie. Was this the 1969 Oscars? Or yeah, this is the, the uh, I think it's technically probably the 70 Oscars. Um, but it's, it's, it, it's sort of weird uh and then look up who these people the, are. the other the other person had won a um 
had won an Academy Award for playing the same character in a different movie years previous. Uh, I can give you the actual information. Um, but, but yeah, so, so John Wayne, uh, but there's a lot of other people in this movie. Yes, uh, there a are. lot of other people who eventually became very well known. Uh, so for instance, uh, Glenn Campbell mm-hmm. is in this movie. Glenn Campbell is a singer and he was in the movie specifically so that he would also write a song for the movie. Yeah. And he would ask, act as promotion. How, how about that? They originally wanted Elvis and the Colonel said no. Of course. Well, uh, really? In 1969, Elvis was like, this would have done Elvis a lot of good. It's true. Oh boy. And I guess, I guess, uh, the John Wayne was not a fan of Glenn Campbell. Uh, so there were, there were actually, no, there were full, a full, was it a full slate? Yeah. Full slate nominees. Uh, winner, John Wayne. Yeah. Other nominees, Richard Burton, Anne of a thousand of a thousand days, Dustin Hoffman, midnight cowboy, Peter O'Toole, goodbye, Mr. Chips and John Voight. Also midnight cowboy. (laughs) That's why you thought there's probably only three because two of them were, there you go. But actually no. Okay. All right. All right. I don't know. I see Midnight Cowboy. That's a pretty rough movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's Was not it a, rated? Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah. The, the subject first, matter is. The first X-rated movie to be nominated for. It's not a cowboy ever. movie that we'll be talking about on this <laughs> show. <laughs> not in any way. Uh, so we also have Kim Darby. It's funny because. Oh, ri- ri- so oh, sorry, speaking of Glenn Campbell. Um, yeah. Glenn when Campbell, the, when the movie first starts up, there's a, a song Glenn Campbell obviously wrote. You saw it, talked about wrote for the movie. And I was like. Yeah. God, this song is cheesy. Why is it? And then it's like the, the second name up there is Glenn Campbell. I'm like, oh, that's why. <laughs> and no, no. They actually hired him for the movie uh-huh. so that he would he write, write a song, song because yeah. they wanted promotion for the movie. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I guess people weren't seeing Westerns in the 60s. No. Not anymore. They weren't <laughs> cool anymore. No, no. Um, so Kim Darby. Yeah, Kim Darby. She Ooh. is in this movie. She... Um, is pretty much well known for this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was on some TV shows. In she's the 80s. in, she's I guess, in one ho- of the Halloween sequels. She's in Better Off Dead. I enjoy that John Hughes. Sure, movie. all right. It's one of those '80s comedies. It's not a John Hughes one. It's like yeah. Dumber. She was also like not very popular amongst the other people on the cast. <laughs> uh, they they had hoped for like a, a lot of other people tested for the role. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A lot of other more well known actresses now. Uh-huh. Uh But they gave it to her, and and there was some, I guess, some small controversy about that. Oh. I think she did a pretty good job. Yeah, no, she was good. It's a, it's an interesting. I, I think I think we'll the, talk about the, it, the three. The dynamic of those three is is, is actually is actually pretty good, especially because the remake has a different dynamic than this. Like uh, oh, yeah. I won't go in. I, I'll try not to compare them too much. So that way we can talk about that later on another time if we mm-hmm. decide to watch the other one. But like I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't think she did. She did a bad job. I think that she just. She's very. Um, She's kind of a, a, a I'm going to put it this way. It seems like a study in contradictions. Yeah. She's like, a. it's real. It seems real. Like she seems very much like I'm going, I'm, I am determined and I'm going to do this and I'm, I can handle anything. And then at the very end, she handles like, she has like true danger yeah, and she's yeah. screaming and begging for help. Yeah. And it's, you're like, whoa, <laughs> like, uh, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's interesting. It's interesting because, well, I mean, I guess we'll get there, but, yeah. um, but so among other people who who tested for the role, Karen Carpenter from The Carpenters. <laughs> okay. John Wayne, I guess, was the judge of some talent show, TV show, oh. and was like, "Oh, The Carpenters are great. I think she should be in the movie." <laughs> uh, and Mia Farrow, okay, um, was approached to play it, but she turned it down. <laughs> so Frank Sinatra turned it down. <laughs> hey, you you laugh, but yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's real. That's real. That's real business. That's what almost happened in Rosemary's Baby. 
Uh, Sally Watch Field. Watch the kid stays in the picture. It's a good movie. Um, Sally Field. Sally okay. Field was up for it. I could see Sally Field doing that. Oh, Sally Field would have been great. I, you know, Mia Farrow's not bad either, but I could see Sally Field doing that. Uh, Sandra Locke. I don't actually know mm. who that is, but uh, that's what the IMDb trivia says. I, I, I could see Sally Field doing that. She would have been great. Oh, yeah. Sally Field's great. Oh, she's um, so, good. so other people in this movie... Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall in this movie as the villain, as uh, Ned Pepper, the villain. Uh, by the way, in the remake, I'm just going to spoil this one for you. Remake sure. played by um, Ned. Uh, no. Barry Pepper. Do you know who Barry Pepper is? No. Oh, if I showed you a picture, you know who he is. I He's probably a character would. Actor. Okay. Um, very, very good. Um, but not, I mean, but it's Robert Duvall. Yeah. He's... It's Robert Duvall. There's no comparison. He's, it's Robert Duvall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis Hopper's in this movie? Yes. Oh, my God. That weirded me out. And Dennis Hopper doing something I've never seen him do before. Cry and beg for mercy. Yeah. I've never seen Dennis Hopper do that. (laughs) He's always like Mr. Tough Guy. And is this pre or post Easy Rider? This is... Oh, man. It's like... It's probably right around the same time. They both came out in 1969. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's probably right around the same time because, like... After that, after Easy Rider, I feel like Dennis Hopper was not like this is not something you see, and he's in there real quick, mm-hmm. and like for a split second, you're like, "Is that? Oh yeah, hey, it's, it's Dennis Hopper. What's going on?" Yeah, Dennis Hopper, not a virgin to our show. He, he, he debuted in the worst way possible. <laughs> oh boy. Um, uh, let's see who else we got here. Um, a lot of sort of that guy actors from the from the fifties and sixties. Um, John Fielder, John Doucette. Hey, was the guy from Donald The Searchers Woods. in this movie very briefly? Ooh, which guy? The crazy dude. Um, was he like the mortuary guy like the like the like the um i gotta look it up this this movie is wilford brimley's screen debut well wilford brimley was in this he is he's he's uncredited oh man but his his mustache is there oh man it's blink and you miss it but he's there oh man uh let me see this is debut role his debut role was yeah. in this movie. Oh his, my god! Yeah, his screen debut. But those are the big ones. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh it's not really an ensemble cast. It's um it's interesting, man. The the acting in this movie is really interesting because it's sort of like John Wayne versus everybody else. Because yeah. at this point, at this point in in, in American cinema history there was method acting mm-hmm. which is where people got super into it yeah uh you know it started kind of around this time yeah it, it became popular in sort of like the late 60s and this yeah. is here is here in 1969 it, it sort of became the thing that everybody did in in the 70s but this was like a lot of the actors in this movie are method actors mm-hmm. except for john wayne and you can tell because, <laughs> because john, john wayne's all well i'm gonna john just wayne? john wayne it up and everybody else is like well i'm sort of imagining a world in which you know i'm I'm this guy. I'm just the kind of guy who's going to shoot. What you are right. you talking about? This is a moving picture. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> like, and and you can sort of feel the tension in you in can. the way the acting is done. Uh, you can, but 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 you know what? Because there's, what else there's that he part do? where he's talking with Robert Duvall, and Robert Duvall's shouting like a kind of a crazy guy who would in the woods, and John Wayne's just John Wayne in it. Because what else is he going to do? Yeah, no, I don't know. That's he's, who John Wayne gonna, is. Yeah. He is like, I mean, I would argue this is a darker role for John Wayne. Yeah, no, absolutely. I like mean, he lost. Like this first is a role in which he's a, you know, he's they, they they start out talking about how he's an alcoholic and he's yeah good at pulling the cork is what they call it. Yeah, I mean, they don't. I mean, it's definitely like it's John Wayne being drunk. How silly! It's yeah. not like he's like, I need help. It's not like he's that bad. He's just like I get drunk. But I'm a man. I'm John Wayne. Like yeah. it, it's like I'm like, oh, look what Grandpa's doing. <laughs> it's not really quite like. It's not really quite like. Like, oh my God, this is going to be a major plot. It's. Yeah. I don't think movies had quite got. Maybe they had, but like this movie was not one of the ones that had gotten there yet. Yeah. Where it was like, like 
we're gonna have to talk about how deep like like things like the graduate did or like movies that where there's like a deep like we need to think about things this was and i feel like yeah i know i agree but i feel like some of the actors in this movie did treated it that way did treat it that way absolutely and john wayne didn't no and the movie wasn't really made to accommodate the people who did think that yeah but no they, they just sort of like added it in and it was awkward yeah kind of I, I don't know yeah. I, I don't think i'm listen i feel like it works but it, but it definitely feels like two different casts uh, yeah but i feel i also feel like john wayne knows how to do this type of movie and maybe those guys yeah. didn't i don't think john yeah, wayne yeah. has to try to method out because he's like i've done a, ca- a bunch of cowboy pictures i know how these go yeah. like I know what I'm going to do and I know how I'm going to do it. And I'm not trying to defend John Wayne or, or say that method acting is wrong, but maybe all I'm saying is that maybe these guys had to figure out how to be in a John Wayne movie yeah. and their method acting was, yeah, they had how to. do I figure it out? I don't, but I don't think it's that like distracting person. No, no, no. But it, but it's, it's, it, it, it's until, kind of I, until I read about it a little bit, I was like, well, that just seems, why, why it feels, I don't know. It feels weird. It feels different. Okay. Uh, and, and that's, I think why, um, man, the character of, um, What's the girl's name? Uh, Maddie. No, isn't, isn't that the? Yeah, is that her yeah, name? Yeah, Maddie Ross. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's she's an interesting character. Okay. Uh, it's it's How interesting. So? It's interesting for 1969. It's interesting for a cowboy movie. I feel like because she's like a young girl who's smart, and uh, you could argue that she's the one who has quote unquote true grit. Yeah. In the movie, more so than really pretty much anybody else. Uh, except for John Wayne. Well, I would say that she. Um, I mean, and she she displays it uh, right up until she will not take no for an answer. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's I, I don't want to define grit, but I feel like that's kind of like she's she's looking for someone who's going to fight for something as hard as she will. I feel like yeah, she's looking for a like minded individual. Yeah, she's looking for somebody who's going to care because everybody. I mean, basically, spoilers for the plot: her father gets murdered yeah. in the first like fifteen minutes of the movie. Um, and so she goes to she goes to try to find somebody to track down his killer. Yeah, because uh, nobody know, really the old west. They don't. To. It doesn't work like nowadays. We're like, there's police on every corner. Yeah. No, they didn't. They didn't that didn't happen. So, but and like, even the marshals are like, eh, you know. Well, they're like, well, you know, this happens all. It's almost like I got mugged. Aren't you going to find the guys? It's like no. It's like come on. <laughs> But, but but this is murder. Where yeah, nowadays yeah. it's like absolutely we will find them. Well, unless yeah. you're in like you know a major city, they're like yeah. there's lots of murders. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're in the Indian Territory. It might as well be New York City. It might as well be Manhattan. Like uh, there's yeah. there's 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 no way. It's yeah. The by West. the way, the word Indian is is used and and Chinaman as well. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, it's it's a Western movie. Yeah. So. It's a Western movie made in the '60s. Be aware. Um. But yeah. But uh, her character is interesting, and and she spends the first hour of this movie just telling people she's going to go to the lawyer. Oh yeah. Just over and over again. Over again. Ryan, I have a feeling that you and I have different feelings on this movie right now. It's just like it takes a really long time for it to become a cowboy movie. Yeah, I, I would argue that's true. It does take some time to build up, but at, I don't. At one point, she was talking know. to somebody about lawyers again, <laughs> and and she was eating dinner. You know, at a boarding house and complaining about the food, mm-hmm. and forty-eight minutes had passed. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, when you know, when's John Wayne gonna cowboy it up?" Yeah, I, I, I think maybe I had a little more expectation of that because I, I have the, not seen the remake. The remake one was well, I've seen this before a long time oh, okay. ago, no, but I've I've, the same. remake is, it's not. I mean, like Matt Damon's the Glenn. There's Campbell definitely in that one. Right? Mm-hmm, yeah, there's definitely two major scenes in that, which is the same ones we have here, yeah. which is like. There's the little shack thing they get to, yeah, and then there's the 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 shootout at the end, yeah, 
in the in and that's the trees it. And, and same thing happens in the in the in the, in the new one. Same yeah. exact thing. All right. Um, I mean, it it's, not a as, it's not quite forty five minutes long. I don't remember. I don't feel I remember it feeling that long. I don't know. But I was watching it. I don't feel like it drug that much. But it felt like an old movie. It felt like not something yeah. that new movies. It do. was not. It was not tightly scripted or cut the way yes. movies are now. It's very like like now we wouldn't have her going to see her father's body. Yeah. We wouldn't have her probably witness the hanging. There was a lot of those scenes What's where a, where yeah. the scene ends uh-huh. and and the action's done and then like the music does a like do to do and then everybody's just kind of like, "Well, moving on." <laughs> and you're just like, like seriously, like did you even need to have that?" Like yeah. every scene ends with with like somebody like turning somebody else and smirking. Well, and there's it's a like lot watching of the There's a lot of like I think we have as far as like movie watchers or film goers, whatever you want to call us. Mm-hmm. Um we have advanced and studying film and the way film works. And it with, when you watch older movies like this, a lot of stuff is like plainly obvious or like they just assume the audience doesn't know. So they spell it out very clearly. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, she wants to get hurt. Like she wants to go avenge her father's death. She wants to go avenge her father's death. Hey, her father's dead. Did you know her father's dead? She has a lawyer and she's got a lawyer. She's got a lawyer. Some movies now sort of, skim over a lot of that too fast where you're yeah. like well i don't care why are the why are these people doing anything yeah it's a hat yeah. and it's like and and so this movie yeah it, the old style of filmmaking they they sort of pounded into you because they and i think part of the assumption was at the time like yeah they're not gonna be fully paying attention yeah whereas movies now sort of demand your undivided attention yeah. for the entire runtime absolutely um but i like i will say this the the, the dynamic between those three though Really yeah. works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that dynamic between John Wayne and um, uh, between Rooster Cockburn, or Co- Cockburn, Cockburn. That's a really that's a tricky one right there. Yes, it is. Uh, Rooster Cockburn, uh, Maddie, and uh, LaBeef. Le- LaBeef, yeah. LaBeef. He goes by he. It's LaBeef, but I go by LaBeef. Mm. I was like, oh man, so I'm gonna eat a steak soon. I'm hungry. Can you imagine Ellis? <laughs> so what's for dinner? Way? Yeah. Oh man, that would have been incredible. <laughs> I, I, I think I think Glenn Campbell does a decent job. I think he plays it really, really like. He plays it very, very. Um, I don't know. He plays like he's he's like a cowboy who's in over his head. Like he's like, you know what he seems like? He seems like one of the fancy, like a fancy cowboy. Yeah. Like it's almost like we have like a Gene Autry type yeah. who's like stuck in a who's stuck in a Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Like no, I don't he, know. You he this, definitely yeah. is is sort of like the cowboy who's like, you know, goes to a bar and be like, oh yeah, I'm 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 a state marshal. <laughs> hey, can I get a sarsaparilla? Yeah. I don't want to drink. Yeah. <laughs> That, that whiskey uh, hurts my throat. Yeah, ooh, yeah. okay. Now the ladies don't like that. <laughs> like he's 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 a pretty boy cowboy. Yeah. Is what he is, and that's yeah, yeah. how. And they, like he's like like in this whole movie, all the ladies are like 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 anytime he acro- uh, comes across a woman, and, and Maddie does not count. She's a girl. Yeah, but like, and, like they're always like, ooh, he's so like, mm, like he's a he's a real catch. It's like, what is he? No, really? <laughs> he's fully he's fully he's fully full, full yeah, of garbage. Yeah. Um. I don't know. There's a lot of so, yeah. Um, it's an interesting dynamic in yeah, that way. I I like I, and I like that like like that him and John Wayne like at first are kind of like all right, let's do this together. And slowly over the course, it seems like she's the outsider. And slowly over the course, it feels like John Wayne's like, eh, like I mean, there's 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 some points. Yeah, there, there's definitely a couple of moments where where John Wayne's like, Maddie's coming with me. You go over there. Yeah, like <laughs> like yeah, yeah, you are here too. And then and then or points when when Glenn Campbell does stuff and John Wayne's like. What what did you do? Why did you do that? What are you doing? <laughs> I was uh, going for a better vantage point, and I heard you start shooting. That's not what happened at all. You're a liar. Um, but yeah, like it, it, there's a lot of like build up before like the journey starts. Like unlike yeah, yeah. the searchers, where like it was long, but like 
it, it got going pretty yeah. pretty quick. Uh, yeah, this yeah. one was like, all right, we got a lot of like getting the band together, like yeah. like scenes. Well, and it's not even like a big band; it's just the three of them. No, I know. And then they mentioned the names of the people that they're trying to track a lot of times before we even see who those people are. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, it, it's it's just an, it's just I don't know. It's not the way I would do it if I was making this. Movie, I get I guess. you. But I'm not a. I'm I think not you should really maker. check out the remake because I think you'll like that a lot better. Well, yeah, it's Coen Brothers. Yeah, but I think like it's because I think here's and we'll, and we'll get we'll, we'll talk about the themes because I'm gonna, I'm already getting my final thoughts what I shouldn't be getting yeah, to. Yeah, no. Um, so themes in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about the the MacGuffin as well. MacGuffin's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, but what a MacGuffin is for those of you who don't know, it is a filmmaking term uh, coined by Alfred Hitchcock that is uh, the driving force or uh, of a movie. What are the characters after? What are they trying to get? Usually, it's a physical object. Uh, most traditionally, we kind of bend the definition a little bit, but this time we don't have to. No. Uh, but as an example of a classic MacGuffin like we have in this movie, uh, in Raiders of the Lost. Stark, the Ark of the Covenant is the uh, is the uh, MacGuffin of that. So for this one, uh, pretty pretty straightforward. The MacGuffin, at least for for three of our for most of our characters, um, is uh, Tom uh, Tom Cheney, yeah, uh, the, the guy, the guy who, killed, who murdered yeah. Maddie's dad. Um, and I mean, actually, for all of them, it is in, in some way. And then kind of uh, Ned Pepper um, kind of becomes that in the middle of it. And Ned um, Pepper's the Robert Duvall yeah. character, yeah. So yeah, Ned, Ned, yeah, he's sort of the leader of the gang that that guy's a member of, yeah. and that's why he becomes involved. It, ha- it kind of has that feeling of like I feel like a lot of movies like maybe borrowed from this, like oh here's the real villain we have to worry about. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, we're chasing this lowball guy, but there's a real bad guy way behind that that's even worse. Yeah, yeah. Like and that's I feel like that's what they're trying to do, <laughs> but movies in the future perfected a little better. Um, oh bless you, bless you, sir. Sorry. sorry. Um, Movies in the future, I think, pre- I think perfected it a little better. But this is kind of like the—I don't know—I've seen this kind of trope in other movies of like, there's a little bad guy that's kind of what we're main after, and then the real evil reveals itself, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like so that's a pretty so, pretty straightforward MacGuffin. As yeah. far as the themes, though, what do you what would you argue the themes are in this movie? Um, I mean the 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 title theme. Yeah. The, the true grit. Yeah. So what like, is true grit? Yeah, yeah. I I would say I mean I, I think the way this movie presents it is true grit is is you know like sort of determination and getting something done and focusing on a task and, and following it through to completion. So let me ask you this. Do you think no Ma- matter what, do no you th- matter the odds, but do of. you think Maddie has true grit? Do you, th- let me ask you after, at the end of the movie, after the movie is done, do you think she has, I uh, mean, maybe she gets it, but do you think in the beginning she has true grit? She has, she has that. It, it, it definitely seems like she has some grit. Yeah. But because I've, she's, she like uh, people push back on her a lot. It's true. And she just keeps going and, and people are like, oh, you don't want, you know, you don't want this guy. He's crazy. She's like, okay, well, but, but that's the guy I want to want. I want rooster. And like, oh no. Yeah. yeah but, but yeah, but not rooster, you know, and nobody else to do it. Like, she's like, okay, well, so where's rooster? I, I need to talk to him. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely think she has, she's, I think here, and here's what kind of I got from, from, from movie is that she, in the beginning, very clearly thinks she has this yeah oh no absolutely she could, because i think she has that thing that a lot of like kids have mm-hmm. is that oh i'm a kid nothing bad's gonna happen to me because yeah, yeah. nothing bad happens to kids because yeah, i'm, I'm a kid. invincible it's yeah the, the, i'm an invincible teenager. and by the end of this movie she realizes she's not yeah so i would argue that rooster does have that because he he knows when to push harder he knows when to ease up yeah. mm-hmm. he he's he has experience she doesn't yeah and by the end of this movie I think they're a little more on the same level mm-hmm. because she has gone through something with with him, and and the movie the movie kind of ends in this in silly western way. We'll get there, <laughs> but like by the end of the movie, I feel it's like almost like they're on the same level. And and there's a conversation at the very end of the movie 
um, where she's saying, you know, I want you to be buried next to me. She views like they're on the same level now. Yeah. Like they have been through and he's like, nah, no. <laughs> like, she's like, all, I am like you now. It's like, no, <laughs> it's like kind of, you, 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 you'll get there. You're getting kid. there. See ya. See you <laughs> like, in 30 years. Yeah. And like, we yeah. go away. Um, but like, I, I don't, I think that's, she's definitely the dynamic character of this movie. She goes through a change Yeah, and it's not as, it's not as scripted and obvious as in a lot of more modern movies, mm-hmm. but I feel like by the end of the movie, she's actually, she's, she's, it's like, it's like they say, I think Glenn Campbell says she's earned her spurs. As yeah, they say. yeah, there you go. She's earned the ability to be like, yeah, I've, I am, I, 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 not only do I talk the way I talk, but I can now have been through experiences that have defined me where I can stand yeah, behind it. I've and, killed a man. And I, and I can know, I can stand up saying like, I've done this. Yeah. I had experience. I know. It's like, it's like being like a, like a late, uh, a teenager versus an adult. Yeah. Like when I was a teenager, I was just like this. I was like, I could do anything. I could do anything. Yeah. I, I could do that. You, you just let me do it. And then I'd be like, help, <laughs> there's a snake over here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's the same thing. It's, it's, it's coming to that experience. And I, yeah. I, 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 I to terms with yeah. that kind of, and, and just, and just knowing that like, you really don't know anything either. Like yeah. you, like you kind of got to go through stuff to, to gain that knowledge, mm. you know? Um, but yeah, uh, that's I, I think that's a that's well, a, and, I, and I think it's it's to spoil the movie a little bit. I it's think fine. It's, I mean, it's, it's if you haven't seen it. Go see it. <laughs> if I think the theme is grit in the sense that Glenn Campbell never gets it and then dies. Yeah. Well, I mean, you might argue that you know he he finally gets a little taste of it at the end when he just is like, all right, I'm gonna work hard and then I'm gonna just save. Die. I'm gonna I, even though I got shot, I'm gonna still save them and yeah. then he dies. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. Uh, He's he's very slightly redeemed right there, right? Yeah, but I think it also shows too, like that, like all the, I don't know, I don't know if I would argue like all the all the all the flash and everything, but like he really wasn't. He's 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 big talking. He didn't have the he didn't have the grit, for lack of a better word, to Mm -hmm. back up the type of actions he wanted to do. Yeah, versus John Wayne who does, and versus the end, even Maddie who does. She comes to that point. She's more on the. In the beginning, she's more like a Glenn Campbell character. She doesn't mm. think she is, but she yeah. is because she talks a big talk, but doesn't hasn't walked the walk. Yeah. And by the end of it, she has gone through a pretty crazy ordeal. Yeah. And now can move forward in life and smile and be happy with her snake bite arm that probably is never going to work again because that's how Western medicine was. I don't. Okay. <laughs> they had to. They had to. She was real ill, iller than she thought. Yeah. That's what they said <laughs> a thousand times. Um. Let's talk about though the let's talk about the action sequences in this movie. Sure, um, this has a classic John Wayne shot that everyone has seen a thousand times, which is the one where he's mm-hmm. riding at yeah yeah with the with the very, yeah the, the, the um with the, the handle shotgun he, he's got the reins of the horse in his mouth yeah a revolver in one hand and the handle shotgun in the other and it's like pumping like this like <laughs> almost like a tra- like the side of and a I train I love the way he cocks that shotgun where he flips the whole thing Oh and thing then he flips around. it oh man yeah, that that shot I could watch that shot over and over again So I guess John Wayne was too old to actually ride a horse for that scene so he's on the back of a trailer I I knew it was too fluid Yeah I saw them do attach a camera to a horse in one quick shot in this movie and they're like whoa <laughs> you haven't figured out steady cam yet yeah, it's all bumpy <laughs> whoa well, well we tried it <laughs> like like well, there it is Yeah um, but and there's not like a lot of there's a couple like shootouts and there's like like yeah, two yeah. major shootouts in this movie. Uh huh. Um, but that's a, oh yeah, and somebody falling down a a, a pit and yeah. and and slapping a snake. Why didn't she just stay still? I was yeah. yelling and screaming like just calm down, stay still, don't move. Well, why didn't she just like instead of hitting the snake with the brush, kind of like brush it away? 
then she should have just not moved. If she didn't move, the thing would be like, you're not a threat to me. I, I know because I'm terrified of snakes. Like Indiana yeah, Jones, I'm right. terrified of snakes. Not really snakes, but just getting bit by a snake. Yeah. Like I could see a snake behind glass at the zoo and be like, oh, cool, a snake. Yeah, yeah. But if one was like on the floor next to me, I'd be like, okay, all right, deep breath. All right. Well, Don't make it angry. To you later. <laughs> just throw snakes. That's fine. <laughs> not even real ones. That's fine. I'll just send, I'll send the clowns to your house, That's Ryan. Fine. The murder clowns. I'll burn them down. No. <laughs> They're made of snakes. <laughs> Well, there'll be snakes on fire. <laughs> it's a Stephen King story that we're writing. Um, no, it didn't it? Wasn't his some sort of alien spider? Uh, probably. Yes. Yes. Absolutely, it was. Yes. Spoiling it, by the way. Um, uh, I haven't actually seen that. No, you don't. You don't need to. It's Tim Kerr. <laughs> Read the book. And Tim the book's Curry. also weird too. That was some good. He's scene. the butler from Clue. Yeah, um, boy. No, so so I mean, it's a yeah. The movie is it's not action packed. It is not action packed. No, it is. The Searchers uh, had far more action in it than. But the Searchers also had a lot of not action. It it's did. it's it's just a different standard for action. And yeah, it's sort of interesting because I uh, the other day I was uh, flipping through channels and caught like the last uh, the last train train battle from Lone Ranger, the most recent Lone Ranger movie. And it's interesting because you've got to sort of resort to something ridiculous mm-hmm. to have that big of an action piece mm-hmm. in a, a Western movie. A Western movie. Yeah, it's true. either like you just have a bunch of people riding towards each other on horses or people standing at each other, uh, you know, next, next to the horses. Like there's not, you know, there's not car chases. No. You know, and, 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 even, and even like horse chases like aren't very dramatic because everybody gets tired. Usually you have to involve a wagon or a train or both. Or, or you have two dudes rolling around scrapping in the dust. That's and true. Then, or and a bunch of guys in a town shooting guns at each other. Yeah. But even then it usually ends in a standoff with like two yeah. guys looking at each other. Yeah. And it's tense, but it's, it's not, it, it's, there's only you know. one Western I can think of other than Lone, other than Lone Ranger. I would argue it's a Western. It's a sci-fi Western, but I would argue that that has some, some big, a big I'm action set like piece Cal at the Wizards end. Aliens, no, I'm yeah. talking about back to the future three. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a, there's a big set piece at the end. Yeah, it's true. Well, but that, also but, involving but, a train. But what does that have to involve right in order for it to be an action set piece? Time a car, a, yeah, car. a car, <laughs> pushing a car. Yeah. Forward. Well, it's and it's a train. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> so sans trains, you, you, you lose a lot of action yeah. options. Trains and wagons. That's all. That's what you need. Like yeah. if, just horses riding fast like eh. it gets old fast yeah it does <laughs> um yeah i mean there are there nothing explodes in nope. this movie no not at all um and 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 there there are no car chases nope there's it's there's a even... there's some pretty intense wagoning happening at the sure. end though yeah yeah, yeah. At the he's, end, he's he's booking it on that wagon yeah things sort of come to a head at the end and there's this there's a pretty solid standoff yeah uh, and the way they shot it is great because they shoot a lot of it from sort of like a like a pretty high vantage point mm-hmm. where you get sort of like a bunch of little people down in the you know in in a clearing between trees mm-hmm. standing off it's it looks where, this movie looks really good yeah I was gonna ask you where was the shot at this was shot in um wasn't shot in Monument Valley no of course it was shot in, not a lot of desert it's like a lot of like, a lot of the western slope of Colorado there's okay. a part where uh, you see this rock called Chimney Rock and, mm-hmm. and that's Grand Junction area yeah uh, so yeah it was shot it's it's the terrain in this movie is a lot more mountainy. Yeah. It, as opposed to a lot like more grass and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like the searchers is very much like in the desert. Yeah. Well, that's in Texas, isn't it? It's no, that one. I mean, it's set all over the Southwest. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of New Mexico and right. Arizona. But this is mostly like the, cause they mentioned a lot, this like is, they mentioned te- te- Texas, like being a Texan is not a good thing in this movie. Yeah. 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 The, no, Colorado doesn't like Texans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this is, I think it's set like more in the mountains in Colorado, yeah. mm-hmm. which is a different kind of uh cowboy i guess yeah um in the sense that it's more of a like 
trapper survivalist kind of cowboy guys yeah. instead of like you know driving cattle or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um as far as like but I mean yeah, there's not a lot of not a whole lot of action sequences. This is more I would argue because we watch action, I would argue we watch action and adventure movies. This is more yeah. of an adventure. It's like a yeah, you know, so. it's a, it's an ongoing journey. Movie. Well, yeah, and it's definitely a journey and, and you know, there's the character journey that we talked about that definitely happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh that whole hero's journey thing. But it's sort of interesting because she's not the main hero. I, I feel like this is in some ways a pretty progressive movie for a cowboy movie. Yeah. Um, because the the main character is a, a young lady who like they don't just be like, well, she's a girl, so she yeah. can't do nothing. She, you know, she has personality. Yeah. She's she's got and yeah, people take her character. seriously. That's the other thing too in this movie that I've noticed. They don't just shrug her off like, oh, you're a girl, you are like or a woman or whatever. Mm. You don't know what you're talking about. Like people actually listen and talk to her and give her information. Yeah. yeah. I mean, otherwise the movie wouldn't move forward. Right. But like if you don't normally see at least in this time, or even now, if you were to do like a modern one, even with the, the new one, they kind of, you know, there's some the, some of the look of like, you're just a kid. Yeah. And like, they kind of give that a little bit in this movie, but they, it seems more like normal that a girl would walk into a sheriff's office and be like, what are you doing about my dad? Like, well, well yeah. we're working and, on and it. And they established it right at the beginning where she's sort of doing her dad's books. Yeah, she's she's not dumb. She's, she's the, no dumb. She's the money holder for the family and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think... Yeah, I, I think that this is something that's a little bit progressive because our hero, you're right, our hero is not our main character. Yeah. But our main character is the dynamic way. It's she is the in a in a certain way, in, in a lot of in a lot of it, she is the um what's the word? The audience avatar, I guess you could say. Uh, the, the, audience. the audience surrogate. Yeah, surrogate, yeah. audience surrogate. I mean, she is we've never been on a journey like this before. Right. So we're experiencing Well, you haven't. Well, no, but I'm just saying like <laughs> Wow. Ryan, how many people have you murdered on horseback in the in the I mountains? I can't talk about it. Um, <laughs> oh, so you don't have a definitive number? That's how many? Yeah, Mister Snap. I love that scene, Mister Snappy Fuss Lawyer. Oh, he's great. <laughs> okay, no, I don't care. Thirteen. All right, twenty-three. All right, jeez. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I I think I think it's definitely it's definitely we're meant to we're meant to at least as an audience member identify with her, but we all want to like like man we wish we could be john wayne he's so yeah. cool yeah yeah um i don't know i i think i think there's having seen both the old one and the new one i think this is a really good this gave a really good foundation for someone to then do in the future better i'm kind of like uh, okay. glad it got remade uh-huh. because there are some things in that one where and like this is like it feels like this is a really good foundational plot yeah and you can go a thousand different ways with it mm-hmm. like it, it literally is just Girl, girl seeks justice, gets hero. Some other guy tags along. Fighting ensues. Girl is richer for the experience, and hero, whatever you can choose your own ending with the hero. Yeah. But it's, it's a really basic structure, and this is one just happens to have old west paint on it. Yeah, and you can do it with anything. You could do this. You can set this in the future. You could set this in medieval time period. You could set this modern times. There's a lot of different options for I it. It'd be think interesting to see like an Indiana Jones sequel that uses this. There's like this, that wouldn't be a bad idea. I, I think that would be. I think that would have been a better rip Indiana Jones four than the one we had to watch. Yeah, well, we've still got Indiana Jones five. Yeah, coming, we'll so. see. Um, but I, I like that idea. That would actually be pretty good, actually. Right. Think, but we should. We should. We should. He's uh. He's old. Disney. Yeah, that's just, our. Disney. Just, that's that's call, our idea. I'll call Stephen and Harry. Don't and, Disney. Uh, that's our idea. You don't get that. If you want it, you got to come give us some money. You gotta. <laughs> you gotta go to my fan fiction. Get account. some writing credit. Um, but no, I feel like this is a good foundation for for a movie for any sort of movie. It's a good story. Um, do I think it's the Do I think it's the best movie we've watched all month? No, I definitely think it's, it's not the Searchers. For me, it's the second best movie we watched all month, in all my right. opinion. Um, just as far as like when I think of a John Wayne movie, mm. like 
now in the forefront of my mind when I think of a John Wayne movie, the first one is The Searchers. It used yeah. to be True Grit, now it's The Searchers. But True Grit's like right behind. I, I love The Quiet Man, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but it's not a, it's a, it's it's not a traditional it's, John Wayne movie. It's the change-up. It's yeah. the break-in-the-type yeah. kind of movie, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I can see what you mean why it's a little bit slow. It takes a little bit of time to get going. But Yeah, it takes me, time to get going. But for me, it didn't feel like, oh, my God, are we getting there yet? <laughs> maybe And maybe that's because I knew where we were going and yeah. how we were going to get there. Because there are some changes between the original and the new one. And I'm sure we'll, we'll watch at some point and and um because i wouldn't really really say it's a remake because there's some changes okay um but uh reimagining overall it's the same story but there are some differences gotcha um but yeah no i i think i think it's a good movie i can understand why it's why it's well liked and why it's well loved when i say it's the best movie i've seen no but i i I think that it it fulfilled everything i expected of it to be honest sure yeah do you think um do you think that john wayne deserved the academy award for this one I feel like honestly, he probably deserved it more for the searchers than this. Yeah, I feel like, this but was... I feel like this was the. You remember? Did let me ask you. Let me ask answer your question with a question. All did right. Martin Scorsese deserve the Oscar for The Departed? No, he didn't. Yeah, exactly. But it was a lifetime achievement award. Yeah, basically. it might yeah, as well yeah. have been because yeah. you know there's all these other movies he never won for. Yeah, that you are know, way better. Did DiCaprio? Did well, maybe DiCaprio did deserve it for the Revenant. But like, he's done a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, same idea. It's like you know. Nah, yeah, he probably at I, a certain point you're just like, well. They've done enough body of work, and this yeah. is pretty it's good. Like, it's like, you know, when Harrison Ford's number one in the Academy Award. Did you know there was a sequel to this movie? Is there? Yeah. Too True, Too Crit? No. Uh, you would think it would be called that, but no. It's just called Rooster Cogburn. Oh. <laughs> but and it, you know who stars in this movie not, along with him? Not. Is John Wayne in it? John Wayne is in it. Oh, wow. As Rooster Cogburn. This All came right. out in 1975. Um, 1975. Yep. Wow. And his, his, his lead, his leading lady. Oh, boy. Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> I kind of want to see that. It sounds that sounds fantastic. I want to see. I hope she's like traditional Catherine Hepburn, where she's just sassy yeah, and like, oh man, just browbeating them constantly. Yeah, but not like. See, this is but different. Not in a bad way. Because when we watch in The like Quiet Man, that sassy is that's what nah, nah, she's different. she's more like stubborn. Yeah, but Catherine Hepburn, like that's sass. Yeah, pure sass right there. Um. So yeah, I, I'd be interested. If you're just checking it out, why not? Yeah, what else? Be interesting. What else do I? Have? How long? How long is that movie? It's probably a you know a good two hours. <laughs> this movie's almost exactly two hours long. But yeah, it's way. called Rooster Cogbird. It's from uh, let's see, let me see if there's a, a time on it uh, here on on the on the uh, Internet Movie Database. There's nothing. Oh, 108 minutes. There you go. So 20. You save yourself 20 minutes. Perfect. <laughs> um, but I don't know, Ryan. What did you think? No, I thought it was good. Um, it's it's definitely, um, it, it's it's definitely a later John Wayne that sort of like takes a lot of it takes it makes a lot of assumptions about cowboy movies yeah uh and it makes a lot of assumptions about john wayne it, it, but it's it's kind of neat that it's his last it's not his last role but it, it was one of like probably the the biggest like he didn't make anything bigger than this no before he died no probably and, not. and in a sense it's sort of like a cap to because you can you can imagine in somebody's strange fan fiction universe how every john wayne movie it's the same character uh, you know that they're all connected. That's all. All these different cowboys that he's played mm-hmm. are all turn out to be the same cowboy, and this is the last one. Like you could see that. I'd be cool with that. Uh, it's it sort of makes sense. Um, no, but it's it was interesting. I think the character work is is a lot deeper than pretty much any other John Wayne movie, mm-hmm. uh, and that in and of itself is remarkable. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I, I kind of want to. I want to see the the remake. It's it's good. Yeah. It's worth it. Um, and we'll talk about that eventually. I'm sure we'll watch it for the show if you don't watch it on your own. Yeah. So um, did you watch this by yourself or with your wife? I did watch it by myself, okay. actually. So um, Ryan, then, the next logical question yeah. is, what is your rating on this out of 10? Um, 
I, you know, it's I'd probably give it a seven. Seven, okay. just sort of a middle of the road. It's pretty good. It's it's a good movie. It's worth watching. It's a classic, but it, you know, it didn't it didn't, didn't set me on fire the way the Searchers did, or yeah. or you know. I would say I'd probably give it a little bit higher. I'd give it an eight, but seven That's seven fair. what's seven uh, seven probably two large uh six guns that a young girl is when she shoots they knock her down oh i see okay that's good i would probably give it um i give it eight uh <laughs> eight cries for mama from john wayne when mocking go. a little girl because it's <laughs> mama what the heck was that line delivery uh, it was wayne. like all right cut moving on like yeah. what <laughs> john wayne's all oh, you you want to see method acting i'll show you method acting i'll pretend i'll get real drunk for, get drunk it. for real he, yeah he might have just been actually drunk <laughs> i'm method acting <laughs> that wasn't apple juice in those. Um, so uh, overall, though, blockbuster or lackluster, I would no, say blockbuster. It's, blockbuster. it's worth a watch. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely worth a watch. That was a good capstone to John Wayne July. I think so. I think so. I think I think I think I've done my grandfather proud wherever Aww. he is. Um, so uh, that is going to wrap up the show. That is True Grit, and that is the show, and that is John Wayne July. Um, and uh, so thank you guys so much for listening to us. Uh, and before we go, we want to uh, give you a preview of what we're going to be watching next time. We have another theme month coming up. This is one that's been a long time in the making. Something we've been talking about for a long time. Because we watched one of these movies before, and we, it wasn't as bad as we thought. There were some bad parts, but it wasn't as terrible as we thought. That's true. And so was, we, thought, we watched it a long time a long ago. Time it was ago. really early in the show. And this one's been a long time coming. So, guys, next month we're watching the... Uh, fast and or furious movies so we're calling it fast and or furious month now i know what you're thinking oh so you guys are gonna watch like f- six movies in a month no because no. No, i said fast and or furious there was no thes or twos in those <laughs> so we will not be watching the fast and the furious we will not be watching too fast too furious and we've already watched the fast and the furious tokyo drift so we're going to be starting with the fourth movie which if i uh, remember correctly I it. it's fast and furious fast and furious then so, we will watch Fast Five. And then we will and watch Fast and Furious Six and finally Furious Seven. Seven. So uh, those are going to be the, the four <laughs> movies for next month. So surprise, surprise. Now you know. So join us next time when uh, we watch Fast and Furious. Yes, Fast and Furious, right. also known as Fast the Fast and Furious Four. For week one of Fast and or Furious Month. And remember. Whether it's Blackbuster. Or a Lackluster. We're, we're the, the Super Action Bros. Bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.